Right. What's going on, guys? 69th installment. What is up? My brothers talking about Liver King lies and some lessons therein. Um, man, I got so many notes on this one. Hope you guys are doing good tonight. Um, there'll be an opportunity for some Q&A as well this evening. As always, um, I'll drop the link on the YouTube live chat when I do. Uh, before I get started, let me just, uh, if you guys can do me a solid, if you're coming in, uh, head over to um, YouTube. I'm just going to drop this in my all chat. Subscribe to the channel, hit the notification bell and the like. Um, the channel has definitely been shadow banned by YouTube. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. Um, it goes through these cycles. So if you guys could just uh, help me out with the solid, make sure you head over to YouTube, watch from there. Again, subscribe, like, hit the notification bell. Let's get right into this. So we're going to be talking about this uh, liar, uh, Brian Johnson, also known as the Liver King. Uh, he was exposed by the Delt King, <laughs> Derek from More Plates, More Dates. Um, word on the street, by the way, is that the guy that he was emailing, because the form apparently is used uh, consistently with all his uh, coaching clients, uh, the guy behind his protocol was Vigorous Steve. Um, we'll find out, though. Uh, apparently, there's there's more to come on it. But Vigorous Steve's a solid dude. He's open and honest about his PED use. He lives in Thailand. It's legal there. You can buy whatever you want. Um, and he's super knowledgeable. His channel's useful in that area. I've had him on a Plane to Win podcast maybe about a year, year and a half ago. Um, you should go check him out and subscribe to his channel as well. But purportedly, um, yeah, he was the mastermind behind this guy's uh, cycle. But again, I guess we'll I guess we'll find out the reality of this. So if you guys don't know who this Liver King clown is, uh, is this dude over here? And I have no problems, you know, if you're going to use PEDs, like you know, this is the kind of stuff that he would do. He would just cruise around on, on videos, um, throwing around weights, pulling stuff around. I think this is in either Dubai or Saudi Arabia. Um, he's been traveling around a lot. Where's this goofy hat over here and eats uh, raw liver, balls, uh, testicles, all kinds of organ meat. And he also has a supplement line, which um, which was a big part of the reason why he was this this guy over here doing podcasts. Like He went on a lot of podcasts. I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. But um, he made an apology recently because he, he really didn't have a choice. He, he had to acknowledge it. Like there was no way that this was going to go away. Um, the expose was just brutal. There was an hour long expose on this, on this guy, um, on what he was taking and why he was taking it. Uh, let me just pull up the breakdown actually, cause I have it here on my Twitter feed. Um, here we go. It's, it, it's going to be a little hard for you guys to see this, but you know, this guy was going around basically saying, I'm natty, I'm natty. People asked him continuously and he kept denying it haven't taken the stuff, won't take the stuff, won't ever take the stuff, blah, blah, blah. So this is a leaked email. And he's talking about something around, I think it was eleven dollars to $15,000 a month in human growth hormone he was taking. Um, a few other peptides, which um, supplement muscle growth, recovery, uh, growth hormone production, all sort of stuff. But the main ones it looks like he was taking uh, were testosterone sepinate, uh, Decadurabolin, which is Nandrolone, and Winstrol. Um, these are the ones in this email. Apparently, there's more emails to come out that have been leaked. Um, Test Sip is a bioidentical hormone 
Uh, it's what I take on therapeutic uh, testosterone replacement. Actually, mine's an ethionate, which is a slightly different ester. Um, but I think I did the math wrong on his dosages because when I put it out on Twitter, I had to convert uh, CC to um, IUs, which is what I use because I use a, a um, insulin syringe. And I've been honest about it since day one. You can go back on my channel. There's a video from like probably when I was 42, 43, when I first started using it. And I did kind of like a little bit of a breakdown. Here's, you know, here's what it feels like. This is what it's, you know, this is what it's been like. And it's truthfully, it's great. You know, if you're using thera therapeutic testosterone at top of your levels, so you can feel good and operate and have motivation and drive and all that sort of stuff, it works. Uh, I've been honest about it for years. I've never lied. And that's, that's just who I am. I'm, I'm not that guy, by the way, shilling and lies to sell stuff is not new. I mean, I think I've told this story before on some business classes and maybe, um, in some other interviews, but one of the things that I had to deal with back in my debt business back in those days, I think, um, I think there was a time when I was, I was definitely in my truck in the grocery store parking lot. My daughter was in the back seat. She was tiny at the time. And my ex-wife had to run and pick something up. And I was sitting there and I was just, you know, I had the window down. It was a hot, hot summer day. And I was listening to this contractor beside me because he had his windows down. He was playing, you know, the radio and this radio ad came on of this company that made these outlandish claims, you know, very similar to, you know, I don't take the stuff. I don't use the stuff. I'm all natty, buy my supplements sort of, you know, sort of thing, the stuff that, you know, the liver King was talking about. And, you know, like these, these companies will purport great feats without telling you that, you know, the truth. And they made these big promises. Like there's new, there's brand new government programs that will help you get out of debt. It's all on board. You know, the government's approved it, you know, so sign up now and people signed up in droves. They fell for that crap immediately and very, very quickly. And these like grifting shilling lies are in all industries. It's even in the Manoswap. I'm going to talk a little about, a little bit about that later on. Cause there's other guys in the fitness industry that have, that have been pulling this bullshit as well, which, which kind of bugged me, which I wanted to tie into this. Uh, as well. Um, you know, guys like Michael Hearn, Dwayne, the rock Johnson, and, um, even Chris Hemsworth. Um, you know, there's a few stories that I want to tell there as well too, but like grifting and lying to sell shit is pretty common. It's the easiest. Well, it's the easiest way to do it. And this guy came around and, uh, came out of nowhere. Uh, let me just pull up the next tab over here to, he started with these nine ancestral tenants, which I'm going to get into a little bit because I think some of them are actually not too bad, to be honest with you. Uh, actually, yeah, let's do that right now. Let's throw up these nine ancestral tenants of the liver king. I love how he does this shit, right? Um, so I think most of these are pretty reasonable and on board. I've, I've probably talked about like sleep. I mean, I did an entire podcast on everything I've learned about improving your sleep. The first tenet is sleep because it trumps everything else. And when time and body, brain detox, recovery, build, restore, blah, blah, blah. Uh, okay, fine. You know, like you put this like list together of like things to sort of pump, right? Eat. Well, of course you got to eat. If you don't eat, you're going to freaking die, right? Uh, but he's talking about not eating processed foods. Okay. You know, this echoes stuff every guy in the fitness industry have said. I mean, I've talked about, you know, not, not eating shit before pretty common. Agree with that. Move. Yeah. Don't sit in your ass all day. Move around, you know, move more, eat better. First thing I tell somebody when they're like, I'm fat and I don't know how to lose the weight, move more, eat better. It's not complicated, right? Um, move anyway. Okay. So I agree with that shield. What does this mean? The fourth ancestral tenant is shield because we need to avoid 
dangers like our early ancestors did, but instead of running from life, see, this is how he kind of ties it into his fucking supplement line with the desecrated uh, organs and all that sort of stuff. Because nobody's going to go out and eat raw liver, right? Like, I think it's kind of understood nobody's going to be eating like bone marrow and raw liver and brains and balls and all that kind of stuff. So he has to have these tenants to sort of tie it all into. So it's a very clever marketing scheme. It's, 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 a, it's a very, very smart and well-orchestrated marketing stream. Um, in the video that Derek did, he was showing up on the screen the emails that this guy, Brian, was sending to his, um, I'm just going to call him the bro science guy. We don't know who, who he is right now. Uh, but sending the bro science guy and he's like, I've planned on blowing this thing up. I have a social media team. I'm going to grow my following. I think he said something to like a million six in like a year. I'm going to do all of these things and I need to look jacked as fuck, right? Because he knew he wasn't going to take it popping his pills. So he had this, I'm going to show you livers and balls and spleens, hearts, all these raw meats. I'm going to look jacked as, as hell. And then for those people that aren't going to go and eat all this stuff, but, but they're going to buy the supplements. So the entire ecosystem was built. And one of the things he needed to tie into it was a whole nine ancestral tenants. So shield is the next one. The fourth tenant shield, because we need to avoid dangers like our early ancestors, but instead running from lines nowadays, we run from seed oils, excessive Wi-Fi, EMFs, man-made poisons. I agree. You know, I've said, don't keep your cell phone in your pocket. Like that's the stupidest thing you can do. It's bad for your nuts. It disrupts the mitochondria. Connect. Uh, our early ancestor constant contact with the earth. Uh, this is like grounding, walking around barefoot, barefoot uh, shoes. Um, agree with it. So, you know, like one, two, three, we're on the fifth one and I'm not disagreeing with anything cold. Uh, six ancestors get cold. I mean, okay. What happens if you live, you know, within the tropics, like close to the equator, I'm pretty sure our ancestors weren't able to get cold at any time in their history so you know now we're starting to get into more of the bro science stuff and cold immersion does work like uh andrew huberman has talked in many podcasts about you know if you do do a hot cold immersion sequence um you'll have elevated dopamine levels for like hours i think he says like three or four hours and i've done this from time to time if i want a productive day it's a little bit of a pain in the ass because you got to heat up the sauna and then you got to pull like ice in the freaking bathtub and do the cold plunges and you have to sit there for basically as long as you can but the science behind it is actually true from what I understand, you know, with the Huberman podcast, basically your dopamine levels rise to the same, like it competes with cocaine basically is what he was saying, except for it, it, it lasts a lot longer. So cold immersion is good for you. So I'm not going to argue that, uh, sun. Yeah. Get out in the sun, vitamin D produced in the body, uh, body from midday sun exposure works. In now you got to be careful with it. Like he's, he's, he's pretty dark skinned. Uh, I'm guessing he probably took like peptides, like, Melanotan too. Um, it can be very effective. You got to be very careful with though. You have to basically microdose it. Um, it has all kinds of side effects like nausea. And if you over overdo it, um, there can be complications with uh, cancer. It's all these stories on it. You can watch some videos. Uh, Leo and Longevity talks about it in details, you know, when he gets into stuff like that. But uh, yeah, you know, I would agree with that. Get out in the sun, especially in the morning and in the evening. Again, Huberman talks about this. You want to get sun on your like into your eyes the oldest um cells in your eyes are not for vision they're to reset your cir circadian rhythm um so you're supposed to look in you know directly into the area that the sun's at in the morning even through the clouds apparently works later on in the day i get out in the sun a lot you guys will notice from my videos i mean if you go back to the summertime if it's 
if it's a nice day, I'm out on the boat or I'm out riding my bike out in the sun. Uh, I very rarely use sunscreen because I want, you know, direct sun on my body. So I agree with it. I mean, I don't disagree with much that I've seen over here so far. Sun. So what's the next one? Fight. Involve fighting, hiding, hunting, protecting, struggling, preserving, yeah, yeah. thrive. Okay. There's nothing in here. I don't fight. Yeah. You know, you have to, you have to challenge yourself. Bond. Nine, nine tenant is bond. Long for, for it's kind of like love, you know, connect. Uh, okay. I mean, there's not much here that I disagree with. Uh, okay. So, you know, nine ancestral tenants were a good idea. So he's got tenants, then he's got raw food. And then for those of you that aren't going to go for the raw food, then you've got his supplement line. And he has several actually. Um, what we got here? We got... This is one of his companies, Heart and Soil, the most nutrient-rich supplement on the planet. And it looks like they're in glass bottles, which is impressive, actually, because um, I've talked about that in the past. I mean, you don't want to buy cheap plastic bottled supplements and hard capsules, so it's probably a quality product. Uh, what is this? Nature's multivitamin, spark your weight loss. What is in this? So this has got organ. So it's basically desecrated organ. And why doesn't it tell you what the ingredients are? Uh, that's strange. Usually it has labeled ingredients somewhere on the freaking page. It usually has pictures of the labels that you can zoom in on. Okay, there's this. So it's got heart and liver. It doesn't tell you how much of anything else is in there. It just tells you there's a few, a few grams of that. That's interesting. Okay. So he's got a heart and liver product. He's got a protein product here, which is a whole feast, which is basically beef protein, uh, which is great. Uh, I mean, like I get my beef protein line from Sweden. This is also from Sweden as well. So it's probably a good product. Um, and grass fed collagens and so ancestral supplements, the other one. Now in the emails that were leaked, he talked about running a supplement company and then his next strategy was to sort of blow it up and he needed to look good, get down to single digit body fat. He was talking about body fat in his back and his lower ab, lower ab area. So people have said this guy had ab implants. I don't know. I mean, ab implants, ab sculpting, ab sculpting is when they kind of go in and they sort of like remove fat from between, um, you know, those uh, packs, you know, the six pack, the eight pack, you know, whatever it is. Um, so they sort of sculpt out, you know, the shape of it a little bit, who the fuck knows? I mean, you know, this guy's lied, lied about his entire image. And because of that, people signed up and followed him and watched him on social media and bought his products. And the thing that really like goes sideways is how could you look at this guy and not think he's on juice, right? Like, hang on, where's the picture? This, like, this is him over here. Let's go a little bit bigger. Like, I don't know how anybody could look at that and be like, oh, that's 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 completely natural. He he got that way from eating beef balls and sunning his nuts and um, grounding and sun, like, you know, getting sun on his skin and not wearing a shirt and growing out his fucking hair and his beard and all that sort of stuff. Like, that's how he got to that. And by the way, he's he's in his 40s. I think he's 44, 45. He's in his mid-ish mid 40s. Um, I knew right away when... Somebody asked me on a podcast like months ago, maybe even like a year ago. They're like, what do you think of Liver King? And I, I didn't even know who the fuck he was. I had to, I had to Google him. 
And I looked up a picture. I'm like, oh, this guy's on gear for sure. The dead giveaway is the abs. Okay. If you have a distended belly, because when you're on steroids, especially things like DECA and like these aren't bioidentical, you know, compounds, like these are all, they're not. Okay. <laughs> you could be on other shit too. Who the fuck knows? But it wasn't in the email. But like your muscles grow when you stress them and then you feed them and you repair and you sleep and you feed them and you repair and you sleep and you stress them. They'll, you know, the muscles will grow. But as a consequence of that, your internal organs and all the tissue around your organs, sub like all the sub subcutaneous tissue that's between the muscle around the organs, the organs themselves, they also respond to androgens as well. And they often grow and they enlarge. Um, you know, one of the consequences of using too much gear is you can have an enlarged heart. It's one of the problems that a lot of bodybuilders have, which is why they don't live very fucking long, which, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's a generally for, like short lived career for most bodybuilders. Like Rich Piana was a perfect example of that. He was jacked and juicy as hell. And I think he died in his early forties. He had a heart attack. I think his girlfriend was cutting his hair. If I'm not mistaken, was a story. Guy, dude looked phenomenal, but there's consequences for putting that much crap in your body. Like, look, again, therapeutic testosterone is different from running bodybuilding sort of stacks. Therapeutic testosterone gets you back to the levels that you're at when you're in your 25, 30, like in and around there, you know, is what you aim for. Like, that's what I aim for. I want upper high range. So you can take a look at your ranges when you do your blood labs. I have my right at the upper high range. And people go like, you know, well, where do you have it at? It's like there. That's where I have it. Well, like, you know, how do you get it there? You just turn up, you just inject a little bit more. Too high, you don't inject, you know, so much when you do your blood lab. So you monitor those things. But doctors, because their medical license and their practice is at risk, don't do anything to put your health into danger zone right? They're monitoring your uh, prostate, your your PSA. They're monitoring your blood lipids, your cholesterols, your organ health, your kidney health. Like kidneys are usually the first thing that go when it comes to steroid abuse, like body, like looking like this. That's usually the first thing that go. Now, from what I understand, somebody's got copies of his blood labs out there. You probably see a video, maybe, uh, maybe the Delt King, you know, will be putting it out in the next couple of days, Derek. Um, cause apparently that information has also become available. And I would guarantee you that when you see those blood labs, they're probably going to be shit. Um, for you to take that amount of gear and eat that much protein, that, that much meat, if that's in fact what he was eating, like, I don't know if he did it every day or if it was just for the camera, for like a, you know, for like a, a show, um, your blood panels are not going to be good. I mean, we'll wait and see when that comes out, but I'm, but I'm personally interested to see, you know, what he got out of that. Another dead giveaway, by the way, is the size of the veins. Okay. Um, when you're, when you're taking bodybuilder dosages of steroids, your veins pop big time like that. And they enlarge as well. Uh, your blood pressure generally goes up your hemoglobin, your hematocrit, you know, leans into dangerous areas, which all that means is your blood gets thicker, right? Because you have, you have, um, I'm going to, completely fuck it, fuck it up because I'm not a bro science guy, but basically you're making more red blood, blood cells to move oxygen around. And as a consequence of that, your, your blood itself gets thicker. So, um, I mean like even guys on therapeutic dosages of, of 
testosterone usually generally have to either donate blood or they have to monitor it closely. Um, one of the things I do about once a month, because I go in for a vitamin bag over at my doctor's office, um, and once a month, it, you know, the bag's empty, vitamin bag's done in you, wait a little bit, they throw the bag on the, the ground, and then you just drain out a little bit of blood to make sure that your hemoglobin and your hematocrits in safe territory. Uh, mine usually rides right at the upper limit, so I usually bring it down, you know, a little bit by doing a little bit of a bleed out. It's called a therapeutic phlebotomy. I always pronounce that wrong, but that's what it is. That's what the process is. But I think guys like this, when you see veins that big, like my veins never get that big. That's just fucking ridiculous. Um, that is a lot. And the problem that I have with all of that is, look, dude, you know, maybe you're, you know, desecrated beef and heart and liver supplements were all good and useful and they're, they're, they're quality products. But the only reason why you were selling a hundred fucking million dollars a year of this shit, maybe it's not shit. I'm just calling it shit. But the only reason why you're selling that much of it is because you went around with your goofy hat on this, this guy over here, your stupid fucking hat on telling, telling people to eat raw liver and then doing podcast shows. Dude never wore a shirt. Like he like he was the brand, right? Like like liver. He didn't even call himself Brian Johnson anymore. He actually started to refer to himself in the third person, uh, and just said, you know, Liver King. Like Liver King actually ate Brian Johnson. I, I think there was something like that that came up at some point, right? So like, there's nothing on here of him even wearing a shirt anywhere, with the exception of this one over here, which is a recent one, and and even snowboarding here in this indoor ski hill, which I'm guessing is in Saudi Arabia or Dubai or something like that. He's not even wearing a shirt, but his entire brand was, you know, look jacked and juicy as hell and then go on podcasts. And then when people asked you if you were on gear, you would just deny it, which he did routinely over and over again. And I'll be honest with you. A lot of these podcasts that he was on, he was on a lot of um, fitness and nutrition podcasts and I don't think that they cornered him hard enough. I don't think that they, you know, were serious about getting to the bottom of it or calling him out. It was just because, oh, he has a social media following. Cool. Let's put him on our, on our podcast and we'll talk. And he's very clever about talking about his uh, products. Like I watched, I watched one entire podcast he did with Graham Stephan. Okay. And if you don't know who Graham Stephan, he's got a pretty popular channel. He's a little dude. By the way, Liver King is short as fuck. I can tell right away because when he was sitting at the table with Graham, and I look at him right now and I look at his limb lengths, like I think Graham's about five, 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 six. He looks identical in limb length and stature uh, to my old um, roommate back in my 20s. I used to call him uh, Pocket Hercules. He was Jack Dude too, but he was pure natural. He was about 155 pounds. And I heard somewhere in the podcast that he that he claims. Liverkin claims that he weighs 195, 200 pounds, which is like 50 pounds more muscle than what my buddy weighed. And anyway, so that's a lot for a guy that size. That's going to put a lot of stress on his organs, a lot of stress on his body. Um, you keep doing that over a prolonged period of time, you're knocking, you're not even knocking days or hours off your life. You're locking, you're basically knocking years off your life. I don't know what the equation would be. Maybe for every five years that he's, you know, looking like this, like as jacked as this, he could potentially be knocking off a year, you know, of his life. Maybe it's a year for every 10 years. Who the fuck knows? But depending on whether or not he's managing his blood levels, which I mean, like you'd think like he would be, 
you know, with the kind of money that he's got, you know, selling a hundred thousand dollars years of fucking supplements, like you'd think he would be. And there's guys like The Rock out there that just look fucking ridiculous. Like The Rock is 50. Michael Hearn, I think, is 52. I'm gonna get into those guys in a little bit. They just look fucking ridiculous. And there's absolutely no way that that's achievable achievable naturally, but they also always deny it. So he's not the first guy to do it. He's not the last guy to do it. Now, a couple things as well, too. Um, yeah, there's somebody here in the comments saying Roy's mess with people's heads. Um, probably at the doses that he's doing, he might have a shorter fuse. But in the interviews that I watched him in, he seemed fairly composed. He's He's well-spoken. He's thought out. He has a team with him everywhere he goes. Like he even travels with his weights. You know, he travels on a fucking private jet and he brings his weights with him so that he's always got something to work out with, you know, for the show, for the the social media team that's filming his, you know, his reels and his TikToks and his YouTubes and all that shit so he can promote it. When he's on the podcast, he's always bringing raw food with him, uh, raw liver, raw meat, raw heart, marrow, shit like that. And then he gets the guests to try it. And then he also shows him, well, you know, if you don't like that, then you can have this supplement that I have in my lineup or I also own this company and you can get your nutrients. And then he talks about his ancestral tenants. So, so like he's put together a very well intertwined fuckery of um, stories. Like this guy's a storyteller. He has more stories than Walt Disney and he's got some good stories, but he's again, he is the brand. The story is him. It, it's the shirtless dude sitting in the chair with his goofy hat on, talking about how he lives the nine ancestral tenants and look like that, which you don't. It's impossible. There's no fucking amount of pills or uh, beef blood pro, you know, protein shakes that you can drink from his line that is ever going to make you look like that. No, like there's There's no natural that even looks close to that even when they were natties. I think I pulled up some pictures here. Let me see if I got them. So this is Ronnie Coleman. And Ronnie Coleman claims that he was natural up until he was 30 when he was competing in bodybuilding. If you don't know who he is, there's a Netflix special on Ronnie Coleman. He's all fucked up now. He screwed up his body. And um, he's basically like, he can't even walk. He's on these like walking sticks now when he moves around. You can find it on Netflix. But this is what he looked like over here. Oh, hang on. I got to put it up on the screen. This is what he looked like here before he got on gear. And this is what he looked like after. Now, this guy's a genetic freak. Like, he is a genetic freak show. Like, nobody looks like this, okay, generally speaking, before gear. After gear, this is what, you know, the, you know, the end results can look like. This is probably a better picture. I think that's a thumbnail over there. Yeah, here we go. So this is this is him before gear. Like, this is a genetic freak over here. This is after gear, right? Guys like that don't exist. They're they're a anomaly in you know the world. Um, another example would be um, what was his name? Lee Priest. Lee Priest had a phenomenal physique even before he took uh, steroids and competed. Um, let me go before steroids. Actually, go before and after. After steroids. Now. He also had a supplement line as well that he started to sell when he was um, in bodybuilding, but he admitted to using gear, obviously. So this is what a good natural... Here, let's go to images. It's probably better if I do it this way. Where's a picture of him before gear? This is him over here. It's a bad photograph. You can barely see it. Let's see if we can find a better one. There's got to be one before and after. Yeah, here you go. 
so this is a before gear and then this is after gear right like this is like world-class genetics like top zero 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 point one you know like like very very elite like it doesn't exist in very many people and you know you got dudes like you know the liver douche you know walking around like this going yep i'm totally natural never touch the stuff never will touch the stuff never ever gonna touch stuff anyway let me um just play back his apology and i want to get in a few other things before i do a couple of q a's here so um let me just remove this from the stream stop and share uh there we go chrome tab where's the damn apology there it is i gotta get my earphones in for this because he continues to lie even here it's not good business practice like guys when it comes to selling things like if you're going to run a business i always tell my guys under promise and over deliver, right? Like when we used to do, when I was running the debt settlement business and the day-to-day -day operations, we used to average probably 33, 34% settlements. So that all that meant is if you owed a dollar, you would probably end up paying back like 33 cents on that dollar. But whenever I would run ads, I would always claim, uh, end up paying back about 40 to 60 cents on the dollar because if you under promise and over deliver, then that gets you a happy customer and happy customers refer other people. I may not close as many people as, you know, the douchebag that's advertising going, there's new government programs and this is totally on the up and up and you can save 80% on what you owe. I may not have closed as many people, but guess what? My business has been running for 20 fucking years and they came and they went, they blew up in a year or two and then they went right out of business because they fucked up and they got shut down. So, Look, when you're running a business, be open and honest about what you're doing and what kind of results that you can deliver and how you go about getting it. Never, ever lie to customers. Um, all right, let me play this back. I don't know. For some reason, there's only there's only one audio track on this when I played it before. So I don't know if my headphones weren't plugged in. Let me try again. I just want you guys to hear this so I can sort of break this last bit down before we go move on to take some call-in stuff here. Primals. I'm making this video to apologize because I fucked up because I'm embarrassed and ashamed because I lied and I misled a lot of people. I've stated that this is a complicated as fuck topic. At least to me it is because before social media, I was rich and anonymous and after social media, I'm still rich, but no longer anonymous. So like, He's trying to downplay it. You know, before social media, I was rich and anon. After social media, I was now rich and famous. And I didn't really want that. Um, he was a pharmaceutical sales rep. His wife was in dentistry. Um, they ran some sort of a dentistry business together. And then he got into supplements, from what I understand. The supplements weren't selling for shit when he got started. They weren't moving. And he knew he had to do something different if you wanted to compete in the marketplace. And what better way to compete than build an impressive physique, go on podcasts and talk about how your nine ancestral tenants and eating balls and liver and hearts will get you looking the way that he's sitting there without his shirt on. But he just doubles down, you know, here, like this is, this is, this is weak. And I never expected this kind of exposure in the public eye. Okay, bullshit. Because in one of the emails that he was exposed on, 
he literally told the bro science guy what he was taking. He also said, I have a team, a, a film team, and our aim is to blow up our social media presence to something like 1 to 1.6 million in the course of a year, which he actually did. I think his uh, Instagram is like 1.7 million or something like that. Like he blew it up very, very quickly in that short period of time. So that was the plan. But he, you know, there's lie number two right there. It's been tricky as fuck to navigate. Well, Clearly, I did it wrong, and I'm here now to set the record straight. Yes, I've done steroids, and yes, I'm on steroids, monitored and managed by a trained hormone clinician. Okay, so he's calling, so like, he's not being clear. Like, he should be saying it's being monitored by a bro science guy, basically, because it's not a trained hormone clinician, okay? I mean, okay, maybe you could argue a well-versed, bro science guy is a hormone cl clinician but not licensed like he's kind of implying that the that the person monitoring this is a licensed you know when you say clinician Larry King the public figure was an experiment to spread the message to bring awareness to the 4,000 people a day who kill themselves the 80,000 people a day that try to kill themselves our people are hurting at record rates with depression autoimmune anxiety infertility low <clears throat> so this is where he gets into some more bullshit I did this to save people's lives, people committing suicide, people with low T, people with autoimmune disorders, people with that, you know, that were thinking about taking permanent steps to a temporary solution in their life. I did it for them. He put all that shit in his ass, the DECA, the Winstrol, the testosterone, the $15,000 a month in human growth hormone. He put all of that in his body just to save you from doing something stupid to yourself. He did it all for you guys. Had nothing to do with the supplement line, going on the podcast, bringing his raw shit and his supplements and talking all the, and like shaming all these guys that, that had them on, had this guy and his team on their podcast. Like all you had to do was look at him and be like, yeah, that guy's on juice. Shut, sh shut the fuck up. Condition in life, our young men are hurting the most, feeling lost, weak and submissive. So I made it my job to model teaching. Yeah, look, you know, here's a good point. Like, I wonder if he invested any of the money that he made, but specifically into saving lives. Did he create a foundation, a nonprofit, you know, for people like that? Like, he's talking about infertility, too, was one of the things that he mentioned. And I don't know if you guys know this, but when you take exogenous testosterone, your own body's production generally shuts down when your exogenous levels are so high because your body goes, oh, we got lots of this stuff in the bloodstream. We don't need to make it anymore. We're good. And as a consequence of that, your nuts stop making sperm. So he's talking about solving infertility with his message. But the truth of the matter is, he's creating his own in infertility by taking so much gear. Preach a simple, elegant solution called. Oh, and by the way, one of the compounds he was taking was Deca. And I don't know if you've heard about this uh, condition called Deca Dick. But generally speaking, when you take Nandrolone at the levels he was talking about, I don't know how long he took it for, but in that email, it indicated pretty significant levels. DECA is a great compound because it lubricates your joints. Um, and it's highly anabolic too, right? It's, it's, it's a very uh, potent compound for building muscle. And a lot of older, older guys that power lift and bodybuild use DECA to lubricate their joints. So they don't have back pain, shoulder pain, knee pain, stuff like that. But a consequence of it is Nandrolone creates DECA DIC. Uh, so chances are liver queen wasn't getting serviced by Mr. Liver King based on the dosages that I was looking at there. Ancestral living, the nine ancestral tenants, so our people no longer have to suffer, so we can collectively express our highest and most dominant form. This is my fight. This is why I exist. 
So why didn't you do it without gear then, right? That's like the real question. Well, spreading the message, I've been on several podcasts and when asked if I've ever taken steroids, I've always said, no, I don't touch this stuff, not gonna touch this stuff, never touch this stuff. That was a lie. I convinced myself that this had nothing to do with the ancestral message. I convinced myself that I'm not a competitive athlete of any kind. So who the fuck am I cheating? I convinced myself that this topic was a placeholder for a far more important conversation. I convinced myself that this would overshadow the 36 years of working out, usually twice a day, without PEDs. I've convinced myself that this was a vocal minority, usually in the fitness category, driving to an unproductive conversation. I love the driving. It's like very intense, very serious. Who else did that, by the way? Tell me in the comments. Tell me, tell me if there's any association that this reminds you of, because I've seen that before. And I had convinced myself that this would be the wrong message to send to the 15-year-old boys. So I continually dismissed it, and I dug myself into a bigger and deeper hole. I have only myself to blame. I did that, and it was all wrong. I will be better. I will talk about it openly, because I believe that there's a time and a place for pharmacological intervention monitored and managed by a trained hormone physician. In 2021, when I was... Hormone physician. So now he's talking about using a doctor, right? He was talking about a clinician before. Now he's talking about a physician. 43 years old. I didn't feel 100% physically or cognitively. So I went to get monitored and managed by a trained hormone clinician to see what the fuck was going on with my life. And so, yes, it's true. I have to... It's called andropause, my friend. As you get older, your testosterone levels drop naturally. That's why most guys that want to operate optimally go on therapeutic dosages of testosterone prescribed by a doctor not the shit you were doing you're doing bodybuilding dosages stuff i tried several peptide combinations in an effort to increase my growth hormone and it didn't work meaning that my levels still remained below the normal level so yes it's also true that i've tried pharmaceutical grade growth hormone and i finally found success no try again try again he did this during his speeches that's in managing therapeutic levels in the normal range Yes, this is true. I've continued on with 0.6 cc's of testosterone per week, roughly 120 milligrams of testosterone a week. And no. I so, so he says it was 120 milligrams of testosterone a week. Now, I don't know if I did the conversion wrong when I, when I did that tweet, but when I converted uh, the amount of cc's that he was taking in the email to IUs, it, it, it converted for me at, at three and a half times higher than what I was taking. Now he's saying 120 milligrams, which is essentially a therapeutic testosterone dose, which is bullshit. There is absolutely no way that you can get that big on a therapy. Like you'd have to be a hyper responder. Like you'd have to be a Ronnie Coleman to respond to that. Like even, even Coleman was not taking those dosages. Like these Mr. Olympia type cat, like dudes were in the 500 to 600 milligrams per week. He's talking about 120, which... I don't believe it. I don't believe it for a sec. And it is, you know, his email shows a lot of other stuff too. I don't take any other steroids like Mandrolone or Winstrol, but I have tried them in the past without success. Bullshit. It was in the email. Yes. It's also true that my blood chemistry got all fucked up while taking Mandrolone and Winstrol. Okay. Now that information hasn't been revealed yet. I don't know if Derek's going to, you know, do that in the next couple of days, but He's obviously preemptively talking about it at this stage. My lipids got all deranged. My liver enzymes went sky high, which is why clinical. Correct. That was, that was one of them. There was another guy that was part of the axis as well. Oversight is an absolute must. 
Nope. The Liver King brand has had nothing or at least very little to do with my business success. My companies were already kicking ass, already successful before the Liver King public figure. Bullshit. Dude, the amount of podcasts you went on and people were like, oh, you know, how's your supple mind doing? You know, we're the, you know, are all these podcasts you're doing helping? He's like, no, no, we're still selling $100 million a year. Then why were you flying around in your private jet with your fucking weights, with your social media team, putting together all these reels and TikToks and YouTubes to, to create clips of yourself to drive traffic to all of your shit? Why? Liar. Growing at 50% year over year and still growing at the same pace after the Liver King public figure. <laughs> nope. I've never had ab implants, ab etching, or any other plastic surgery. And I sure as fuck never actually had gene editing done in single court. I made all of that up. It was all intended to be a joke. And that's an expression of ancestral to the tent. Have a little goddamn fun. Ultimately, why did I, or why do I do them? <sighs> when I talk about the 85% of the population that suffers from self-esteem issues. There it is. There's the other guy. Right? I knew somebody was going to pick it up. That's me. I'm part of that statistic. This is why I fucking work myself to death in the gym. This is why I do 12 to 15 blood burning workouts a week just to feel like I'm okay. Still, I have to absolutely crush myself to do so. And I'm wrecked physically and cognitively and hormone replacement has helped in a profound and significant way. And still, I believe that the path to paradise is paved in fucking hell. He's right about that. You know, you're going to have to do hard work to get somewhere. Just you lied about how you achieved your results routinely over and over again. I previously have said in a weird way, I'm grateful for the recent events that have shed light on this complicated as fuck topic. I knew I needed to take this opportunity to openly discuss everything for me to be a better human. If there are any questions that remain unanswered, send them my way. I fully own that I fucked up. I am as sorry as a man can be. And all I can do is take extreme ownership right now, be better and lead myself to a better life as a better human. Again, thank you to everyone. All right. So that's enough of that. Again, you know, he's, you know, he's not the only guy. There's loads and loads of other dudes out there doing this exact same thing. Um, I'm going to talk about that for a couple more minutes real quick. I'm going to grab the uh, join link for you guys on. Uh, oh, hang on. I got to switch over my other account. I'm logged in on Entrepreneurs and Cars. There we go. So if you guys are on uh, YouTube right now, I'm going to drop you guys the link to join and ask a question. Join in for Q&A. Just make sure you got a good connection, ideally headphones. That's the link to join in and ask. And we'll pin that up to the top. Um, give me a minute while I just finish my thoughts on this uh, situation. Because he's not the only guy, right? Like, he's he's just the guy that got made an example of. And I think it's interesting because, you know, the emails got leaked. Now, he sent the emails in confidence. So why did the emails get leaked? I would imagine whoever was consulting with him probably didn't feel good about this guy going around lying to people about his results and not telling him the truth that he was being managed by somebody that understands bodybuilding like PEDs, performance enhancing drugs, and was taking them in accordance with his guidance. And that's probably why he ratted him out. I mean, you know, like, I wouldn't be able to fucking sleep at night with this guy running around lying to everybody. everybody. Everybody that asked him, straight up, nope, don't touch stuff, never touch stuff. Why would I touch it? That's subprimal. I'm primal. Here's my goofy hat. Look at me. Buy my shit. Um, all right. So let me get the other ones that I wanted to share with you guys. So we've got this dude over here, Michael Hearn. Michael Hearn has got a fantastic fucking physique. 
But Michael Hearn is also about 40 years old. Or sorry, not 40. He's about 52 years old, if I'm not mistaken. Like, look at the, the fucking guns on this guy. Again, popping veins, right? Telltale sign of hormone use. Uh, another one which you'll see here is the bubble gut. Now, that's just a, um, a video. Hang on. Let's see if we can freeze it with a thumbnail spot. Okay. You see, you know, he's got a bit of a bubble gut over there, right? Same thing, you know, a little bit of a distended abdomen. But for the most part, he's tight. He's got a dialed in physique. Nobody looks like this at 50 freaking two and is natural. Give me a freaking bake. Now, what does this guy sell? Let's see what's in his links over here. Training uh, apps, uh, supplement line. He's got O'Hearn protein. Okay. So, you know, but he's not, he's not doing podcasts. He's not running around, uh, you know, with a shirt off with a goofy hat on. Tell 45 years fitness experience. Maybe he's 55. I don't know. I think he said in an interview at one point that he started lifting when he was nine. So you do the math on that. He's in his fifties for sure, for sure. And nobody in their fifties has any business taking the levels of gear that keep you looking like this, right? I mean, you know, guys like this do not live long, in my opinion. Chris Hemsworth, 56 million followers. Let's see what he's got in his link. He's got his fitness essential kit with rubber bands and stuff. So, you know, if you, you know, if you buy this, you're going to look like Thor, right? But again, he's not going around doing podcasts like crazy, like this, you know, liver douche was. Uh, the Rock, 30, 351 million followers. Again, you know, people have asked The Rock many times, are you natty or not? He says he's natural. Um, he's, he's sort of implied somewhat to some degree in some conversations uh, or deferred that there may be uh, therapeutic testosterone dosages being used, but he, but he generally sort of like avoids it. Now, his stuff isn't about supplements. He does uh, films. Uh, he's got an energy drink, a tequila line, um, and some ice cream that he sells as well. So I'm not going to be too hard on the guy. I like, you know, I like the rock. I, I thought he was, you know, great. Um, it's just, you know, if you're going to do action films and he's 50 years old now, I think he's, I think he's a year or two older than me. Um, if you're going to continue to do action films, like well into your middle age, like you're, you're pushing in the autumn years of your life, you're doing things to your body that it's not designed to, 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 to do and take at that age. So, I mean, he'll make a fuck ton of money. He'll make a lot of money. Um, but I hope his family is going to be cool. You know, his kids will be cool, you know, without him because who like, I can't see him looking like that over the next five to 10 years. I think five years might be doable. I mean, Michael Hearns, I think in his early to mid fifties, but I can't see that many action movies left in this guy, right? Like he's going to have to put a shirt on, um, and start taking on roles kind of like, Arnold Schwarzenegger did when, you know, he realized he couldn't maintain that physique. Like your, your body just can't take it. And it's the wrong message to send to kids. I mean, look, if you're using PEDs and just be honest about it, just tell people I'm using them. You know, this is why I'm using them. You know, I'm, I'm an action hero. I've got to look jacked and tanned and juicy as hell. Right. Just be honest about it, but they just, whatever. If you're selling supplements or anything to imply that you look like this stuff you're a piece of shit i don't care how how it is you want to you know size it up you're a piece of shit nothing wrong with looking good guys there's nothing wrong with it but at least be honest about it you know when you're in that level 
Um, all right, let me close a bunch of these windows. We'll do some Q&A and do some call-ins here. Um, you guys are going to want to click that link on um, the YouTube. Let me grab the YouTube link over here real quick. So if you're watching somewhere else on the internets, uh, copy. YouTube this link if you're on Facebook Twitter Twitch, whatever and on the YouTube channel at the very top pinned it says join for Q&A and you can ask me any question um, yeah so bring whatever you got you want to talk about this topic anything it's open Q&A bring what you got it's open to young old men women whatever you got on your mind bring it on uh, tomorrow, by the way, I have Andrew Tate lined up for a Plane to Win podcast on the Entrepreneurs and Cars channel. It's a little bit earlier than normal because he's in Dubai. Uh, so it's scheduled for 8 a.m. Um, Eastern Standard Time. But um, yeah, let's let's get into the Q&A, guys. The link's there. Get in. And uh, I'm just going to run the ad insert and uh, have a quick drink and we'll get started. This episode is brought to you by the Unplugged Alpha Supplements and Grondike Soap Company. Brothers, if you're like me and you take what you put in your body seriously, you'll want to use the Unplugged Alpha Supplements. An obsession with absorption is what sets this line apart from the others. You want to make sure that you absorb as much of the supplements as possible so you don't end up peeing out expensive urine. My supplement line is made in the United States from the highest quality domestic ingredients. And unlike cheaper supplements from China in plastic bottles, mine ship in dark glass bottles to keep your supplements fresher, longer, and won't seep endocrine disrupting plastics into your supplements. Nothing is a hard tablet. Everything is in an easily digestible, bioavailable capsule. You can filter all products by various categories, including testosterone support, estrogen metabolism, fat burning, immune health, sleep support, and performance. Visit theunpluggedalpha.com forward slash shop and use the subscribe and save option to get 10% off your supplement orders or use coupon code alpha10 for 10% off a one-time order to try it out. Then I use tactical soap and God of War beard oil every day. Tactical soap is a handmade product made in the United States from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not conventional endocrine lowering toiletry chemicals. Both the soap and the beard oils are infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Go visit coopersoap.com and get 10% off your order today. Guys, check out my website at richcooper.ca for more information on booking me for coaching, my community, my courses, and a whole bunch more. You can also find all the useful links pinned below in the top YouTube comment of all my videos. Now let's get on with the show. Looking up why vigorous Steve may have leaked the email. Somebody put that in the comments. Uh, emails. Let's see if something comes up on that. Oh, yeah. It was. It was. I didn't get a chance to see that yet today. How about that? It looks like it was him. This is his channel over here. Why did I share the Lover King's emails? Former coach comes clean. It's a nine minute video. I'm not gonna play it. I'll let you guys go watch that. I'm gonna check that out immediately afterwards too. Um, I got Ben here who wants to ask a question. So let's give Ben a shot here. Hello, right. can you hear me? Yeah, loud and clear. What do you got for me, buddy? So my question basically is, 
I left my hometown to a bigger city and I've been here for two years. I have no friends. My question is, how do you, as someone who's 24, how do you make friends in a place where you have no existing connections? Why did you leave your hometown? So my hometown, I'm in New Zealand. My hometown is Hamilton. It's like a tiny shithole, like... It's not a shithole. It's got like maybe 300,000 people. It's mm. just not that many opportunities and like got Where'd sick of to? knowing everyone there. I moved to Auckland, which is What's a, big town? a little bit bigger. I think it's, yeah, yeah. So have you joined a, a dojo, a, a gym? Like what are you doing to try to meet people? Um. So I go to the gym, but I don't really talk to anyone there. And um, I don't know, like... I go to, sometimes I go to the city at night on the weekends, but honestly, it just feels like so much degeneration, you know, like it's just people partying, doing drugs, doing, mm. uh, not your you for? Was it for work or, or was it for school? Uh, so I wanted to start a business and, um, bigger city, big opportunities and stuff like that. Is it online or is it like got a storefront? It's funny, you actually mentioned it before, and I agree completely. It's um, water blasting or pressure washing. Pressure washing, okay. Yeah, All right. it's not a very good business, I think, but... Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had that pop up a few times. Well, look, man, like, here's your options. Like, Auckland's one of the bigger cities in New Zealand. Uh, I would join a dojo, uh, take up a discipline that you like, boxing, kickboxing, like, find something that you like, um, spar with people, have them test you. If you go to a gym... Talk to talk to dudes, like ask them for a spot. Is there a sauna at the gym? Like, you know, it's always good to, you know, sit in a sauna for dude. Like, there's conversations in my sauna every time I work out, man. And I'm in there for 20, 25 minutes, sweating it out. People just shoot the shit, talking about current events. Like, you know, you just have to engage. Hey, you know, like like they have the same interests as you. So why can't you find things, you know, beyond just lifting? Um, the other thing I would recommend is try to find, um, other local hobbies you like. If you like mountain biking, find a mountain biking Facebook group in Auckland and, you know, sign up for rides. You know, if you like archery, then find a group that does that sort of thing. That's how you get it going on. Right. Um, I got a, mm. a private community, but I've only got a handful of guys in New Zealand and they're, I mean, like my group is more mature. I mean, like the average age in my guys group is about 35, 40 or, or so. I think the guys in New Zealand are a little bit older. So those would be my pieces of advice to try to connect with guys, man. It's just like, you know, you just put in the time, be interesting, you know, be interested in their lives, ask questions, stuff like that. Awesome. Thank you, Rich. Makes sense? Yeah. All right, buddy. Yeah, it makes sense. All right. Um, I'm going to get to a few more here. We got in the waiting area. Somebody asked in the comments, do you think Dan Bilzerian is natural? He's not natural. He's... Um, He's admitting to using therapeutic testosterone, uh, low levels of human growth hormone. And I think if I'm not mistaken, there's a podcast that he did with um, uh, Delt King, again, um, Derek. And he was talking about something he was doing to his blood. I think it might have been stem cell something regeneration. Um, but as far as PEDs, like he just uses a th therapeutic dose of testosterone. That's, that's achievable when you train and you have professional chefs cooking all of your meals for you, the way that he eats. Um, that's achievable. Like the Dan Bilzerian build 
is achievable with therapeutic dosages of testosterone. The liver king with his big distended belly and his like big giant veiny arms, not even like, hang on, we're, let's, let's compare the two, right? Let's, let's take a look at it. Uh, and Bilzerian. It's literally just using your, oh, damn, look at these updates here, man. I've been on his page in a while. He's going hardcore with the, uh, with the gals. Um, where's a picture of him with the shirt off? It's mostly gals here, like here. So let's throw this up on the screen real quick. We'll talk about this briefly. Share screen there and boom. Um, I'll make this a little bit bigger. How do I get this bigger? Here we go. So his abdomen's flat. It's not distended. You don't see giant veins popping out of his arms anywhere, right? Like, like this is achievable with therapeutic dosages of testosterone. I think if you look it up somewhere on Derek's channel, he's got a breakdown of uh, Dan Bilzerian's uh, protocol um, because he did a screenshot from his Instagram stories when somebody asked him at one point. Um, okay, let's go back to the Q&A stuff. We got Ben, John, female spectator. I think female spectator called in the other week. Let's just see what she's got for us. Hi. Hi, Rich. I'm just uh, saying hello. Are you back? I'm back, yes. All right, what do you got for me? What's shaking tonight? Well, I did listen a little bit uh, to, to your show. I, you know, I... I agree with everything you say about, you know, testosterone and everything. But I seem to see a lot of couples, very fit men, paired up with uh, unfit women, to say it in a nice way. What's your okay. take on that? They got low standards. <laughs> what do you want me to say? So you don't think it's a preference? Um, look. Guy, look. From from the guys that I hang out with and talk to, our preferences are fit, attractive women. We like boobs. We like butts. That's what we like. Pretty faces, flat stomach. That's that's generally what every guy that I've ever talked to seems to be attracted to. I've never met a guy that's fit that's like, oh, I like big girls. I just haven't. So if I see a dude with an unattractive, out of shape woman, I just think to myself, he's got low standards. Well, maybe there's a, a scarcity of the of the the thinner, fitter women. Uh, I don't believe that for a second, because I mean, like, there's a lot of attractive, fit women out there. I mean, if you go to Instagram and you just type in like "fitness girl" or something like that, like hashtag "fitness girl," you'll get millions of results of accounts of fit and attractive women. It's just that hot, fit, attractive women aren't on dating apps, right? And most guys rely on dating apps to get girls. So it's like, you know, like these girls are basically being shared by like the top, you know, 5% of men. Uh, well, I, I, I don't fully agree with that, but okay. I'm just an observer of life. I just see what goes on and I just report my fan findings. I'm just like a mirror. I just hold up shit and I say, Hey, look, here's what's going on. I see. Well, all right. Then. What do you think? What do you think that's going on? You tell me, let's hear what your opinion is. Well, I think it's, it depends. Uh, it's a depend.
depends on the geography. You know, of course, in certain parts, you'll have more fitter, thinner women, mm-hmm. like in other countries, for example. But if you go to the United States, you know, we, we do have an, an issue with people being inactive and people being overweight. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I notice in the cities, you will see, you know, more fitter people. And when you go to the suburbs, you know, it's a, it's a different reality. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it depends on what part of the states you're in. Like, where do you live? Pennsylvania. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're, I mean, I've been to Pennsylvania. There's some, there's some pretty gross people there. So you're, where do you, you live? I live in Toronto. Oh, okay. Well, that's too far for me. Yeah. Well, I'm not looking. I'm good, sweetheart. Thanks. Sure. All right. Let's see what else we got tonight. Uh, Ben, Ben, what do you got for me, buddy? Oh, sorry. Yeah, it's it's me again. It's, okay. it's, I'm just chilling here. Oh, okay. Um, You're still in the background area. Yeah, I mean, I, I can. We can talk if there's if you would like. No, I've got some other people uh, waiting, so I'll okay, I'll yeah, come yeah, back yeah. to you if you want to hang around and ask another question in a minute. Okay, uh, John. Hey, Rich. How's it going? Thanks for taking hey, my call. How are you, man? Good, good. Thank you. Uh, I had a question. Um, so you have the aura ring, is that correct? I do. Yeah. You do. Oh, so I just kind of had I just had a few questions about it. Um, so it, it's you know it tracks your sleep, it tracks your footsteps and things like that as well. Or what what is it like uh, track exactly? So you get where's my phone? Um, I'll tell you what data you get off it. So there's an app. Um, you just sync it to your ring in the morning. You just put it in a charging cradle. You'll get a readiness score, um, which. I mean, it looks at your heart rate variability, your respiratory rate, your body temperature, and your resting heart rate. Now, I use this with my trainer. Um, I've just hired a personal trainer because I'm trying to get myself in better shape. Um, I've done my own workouts, you know, for my entire life. So the way you see that I look today is, you know, for me doing my own thing. So one of the things he said is we've got training like scheduled in, and if my ready, if my readiness score isn't high enough, he goes, "We'll just cancel the training. We'll do it another time. We'll skip that day." So he's basically saying this is going to be a good indicator on how productive you're going to be. And if you have a strength training session, what it is that you're going to get out of it? The reason why I got the ring, the main reason is really for the sleep score. Like it tracks your activity. It, it, it does a few other things that are dorky that I don't care about, but the main reason that I got it was for the sleep score. So I want to know how much sleep I'm getting. If I'm getting a decent amount of REM sleep, if I'm going into deep sleep, uh, this this version of the ring tracks um, uh, disruption to your SpO2 to, to your blood oxygen. But I'll be honest with you, like the blood oxygen tracking on this is not as accurate as one of these things. Like this is a SpO2 monitor that you can wear overnight. This is a low key device. They're about two hundred bucks. Okay. And, and this gets okay. way more accurate data if you want to track your blood oxygen. Okay. And do you wear a smartwatch or anything like that? Because I know those sometimes no. track your steps. No. Okay, do I you don't use like it for a step counter? No, but oh, you don't. Okay. No, no, but a very good friend of mine in my community had the Aura Ring and the Fitbit simultaneously for a week because he was thinking about getting rid of the Fitbit. Yeah. Um, but it it collected nearly identical data, so it doesn't matter if you get the Aura Ring or a Fitbit. Apparently, it, it collects the same data. My my preference is I just like rings better. I don't like shit around my uh, wrist. I rarely I'm sure you have nice watches wear, too. <laughs> I rarely if ever even wear a watch to be honest with you. Oh, really? Okay. I've got some nice watches but I hardly ever wear them. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a huge watch guy. So I was just trying to figure out if the ring could be a, uh, a replacement or if, because, you know, I, I just use a smart watch and I kind of like other watches too. I don't like smart um, so watches, just, man. I think they're, I think they're goofy. I just, I just really? don't like them. Yeah, I just think I, they're I like goofy. Them. I like them because I'm lazy and I hate to, if my phone buzzes, I hate taking my phone out of my pocket just okay, to see so, the notification. Okay, so, so I can just go. Oh. Okay, so here's the problem with that though, right? I mean, like, um, the, Cell phones throw off um, microwaves, Wi-Fi, Bluetooth. Yep. Like it's an EMF ever, device. Ever since I heard you do that, I actually start putting my phone in my back pocket because of you. <laughs> well, if you put it in your back pocket, maybe you make sure you put it in airplane mode. Oh, okay. I didn't know that part. Because okay. your back pocket is still close enough to your nuts and your balls, right? Sure. And you, yeah, and you say you sometimes carry it in your hand too. I think sometimes too. Even if I if I carry it anywhere, it's never in my pocket. It's never in my jacket. It's always okay. in my hand, and my hands, you know, like away from my body, right? Like it's not close to my. Gotcha. Like anytime I sit down, the phone's two, three feet away from me. Like it's at the edge of my desk right now. When I go to sleep at okay. night, it's not in my room. I have it under charger down over here. It's like okay. fifty feet away from my room, right? So. Yeah. Um, when you have a smartwatch, it's connected to your phone. How with Bluetooth, right? Or yeah. Wi-Fi, right? Right. So there's yeah, EMF it, signals going from your wrist to your phone yeah, all fucking day yeah. long. You think that's yeah. good for you? No, not at all. Not at all. Yeah. So I'm just trying these little biohacks too to try to better better off. So I'm just trying to get information, and yeah. you're a great source of that. All right, yeah, man. I'm glad that was helpful. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Buddy. Thanks, Rich. I appreciate yeah. it. Have a good all night. Right. Bye. Thanks. All right, let's see what uh, Cesar has for us here. And guys, by the way, the link is in the um, uh, pinned at the top chat of the YouTube if you guys want to hop in and ask a question. So, uh, all right, buddy, what do you got for me? Hey, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Um, yeah, if someone is gay, do you think it's ever okay for them to uh, date a woman and, and lie to them and say they're attracted to them when they're really not? That sounds um, like bye to me then. Yeah, but um, like say someone's gay and they're really not into women at all, but they're just mm -hmm. doing it to pretend, you know, for their family or something. Do you think that's okay as long as the woman never finds out? Okay, so are you asking me to pretend that you're straight when you're gay? Yeah, something like that. Why would you do that? Uh, just because uh, my dad wouldn't like it if i were gay or something like that you know he he would hate it actually he's mexican how old are you i'm 22 dude you're an adult man i mean you know if you want to play games and lie to your family at, at 22 and you know there's bigger problems i mean like look if you're not attracted to chicks then why then why date chicks right just leave yeah. more chicks for the rest of us <laughs> yeah you're right all right thank you all right. Yeah, I, I just I just don't get the guys that are like, you know, like living life for other people. Like, why would you make decisions to to like placate your parents? Like, I don't care if it's sexual preference, school, the car you're going to drive, the you know, the line of work that you want to get into. Like, why would you live your parents life when their life is over? Like, like if your parents are in their 50s or 60s, that's it. They're done, right? Like you're in your 20s. It doesn't matter what it is that they want. It's what do you want, right? They want you to be a doctor. You don't want to be a doctor. You want to build race cars. Go build race cars, right? Well, I'm going to pretend that I want to be a doctor and I'm going to go to medical school and I'm going to goof around for a little bit and try to do that to try to please them. 
I don't understand that thinking. You know, you're you're a grown ass adult. Okay. Different, you know, it's different in different places in the world. Some places it's 18, 19, 16, whatever, you know, whatever it happens to be, you're a grown ass adult at some point in time. And you have to stop living your life for other people for whatever reason. If you don't like the gals, that's cool. That leaves at least more gals for the rest of us. Um, yes, sir. Build the race cars. That's what I'm talking about. All right, let's see what we got here in the chat. I'm, I think there was a super chat here I missed. Uh, the biggest indicators of being on gear are big delts and traps. Those muscles have high amount of androgen receptors. Get that third look when on gear. 3D look, so like 3D delts. He is absolutely correct. Um, I've heard of guys uh, doing their shots in their traps or in their uh, delts. Like I've, I've done some delt injections and they're not too bad. I mean, you can get a little bit sore. Um, I usually either go glute or ventral glute, um, which is either the side, let me move this over here, which is either like, kind of like the side over here. You can't see cause it's out of the camera frame or glute, which is, you know, more towards the back, but it's a big target. It's, it's, it's very easy to, to hit. There's lots of room in there. You're not going to get scar tissue buildup, especially if you're using an insulin pin. Um, but yeah, um, you will see good response in the trap and uh delt area because of antigen re uh, receptors there um again guys if you have questions the link is pinned in the top comment uh let's see what joe's got here for us joe what's up buddy oh hey hey rich can you hear me yeah welcome man all right awesome thank you very much sir i uh recently just bought the uh unplugged alpha Good choice on spotify yep i've been following uh yourself and rollo for about a year cool and my question is i you might have covered this um what do you think about fedogia agrestis mm. and tongkat ali so tongkat ali works uh i have it i have a bottle over here i believe you might have said that you know like yeah in, uh Tonga Ali works well. It's in it's in this bottle along with uh, horny goat weed, ginkgo extract, boron, chrysin, which lowers your estrogen, and tribulus. So everything in the alpha tea blend uh, works, and it's very safe. You can use it over a long-term basis. The The problem that I found with Fedoja Aggressus, because I first came across that, I was watching Joe Rogan and Huberman chop it up, and Huberman brought it up, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. Good. Oh, I, I, I watched the same thing. That's yeah. why I, they I say went that out and it took boosts it. your testosterone. It works. And the first thing I did was I called my supplement provider. I'm like, hey, uh, can we get this in the Alpha T product? And they're like, there's some problems with it. You might want to do some research. So I so I started to look it up, and um, apparently it's somewhat toxic over the longer term and in the doses that you need to get a good response out of it. So you could probably use it in the short term for like two to four weeks and get some good uh boost in your testosterone levels but from what i understand it's it's not a good idea to use it over the longer term um i can't remember exactly what it because it was about a year ago that i looked into it but, but something to do with organ health maybe it was liver health or something you can probably find a video somewhere on youtube where some bro science guy sort of like breaks it down because i think that's where i got the answers from but i mean I'm grateful that the that the supplement guys that i use you know white label my stuff aren't just throwing shit in it that work effectively but could potentially hurt you right oh yeah definitely 
Yeah, that's why I was uh, curious about it because I saw a little bit about on a uh, more plates, more dates. Yeah. On his YouTube channel. What did uh, so, Derek say about it? Well, from what I saw, the Fidogia Agrestis, it was kind of up in the air. I mean, mm. maybe you may, uh, you know, quote me if I'm wrong, but uh, but yeah, it appears that the Tangata Lee is the one to go with. And the reason why I asked that, I'm, I'm an older guy mm. and back in my 30s, like early 30s, my T, my test was low. I got tested, you know, blood tested. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was around like 150 That's when I was basement. like 31 years old. So I, I went ahead and I started taking the, you know, the combination about three weeks ago. And I'm going to go ahead and go back to the doctor in about two months and see what happens. What are you taking right now? I'm just taking that uh, Fidogia Agrestis with the okay. Tonga Ali. Okay. It is, um, Fidogia is 600 milligrams and yeah. the Tonga Ali is 400 milligrams. Make sure. Apparently they say it's in combination. You know what okay. I mean? Yeah, yeah. So make sure that you um, get your full hormone panel checked and also check your organ health just to make sure there's no issues with your kidneys or your liver. Um, cause if you're going to see your levels, uh, start to deteriorate, then you might want to take the Fidosia out of it. Cause that's the only one that I know that it's, that's, that's toxic. Um, since we're on the topic, um, if you go to my site, the and you filter by testosterone support, the four main pl- products, actually, if I had to pick three, Anato EGG apparently works very, very well. We've got some new studies coming out on that um, next month, and I'm going to do a collab with uh, Melissa again to break them down. But zinc, vitamin D with a K formula, and the alpha T mix, these three alone will probably get your hormone levels in a nice, healthy range if your balls are still working properly and everything's good. Right? Alpha T, DK, and zinc. And I think if I'm not mistaken, let me just check. I think they put them in bundles now. I think the bundles are going to be added in later on today. But yeah, those are the ones that I would recommend for my line. But try out the Fidosia and let me know how it works out, man. Yeah, call back in in a few months once you get the results. I'm actually interested to uh, know. Yeah, it's it's going to be a couple of months. You know, I'm I'm older. How old are you? Seeing the doctor. I'm 43. Are you taking vitamin D? Yes, I'm taking a what is it D two and a K something MK seven right. K okay good and are you <clears throat> taking zinc as well because zinc's super important for testosterone. Well, I take a multivitamin that has zinc. Ah, uh, shit, shit. Get a proper zinc by by glycinate. Bis uh, bis glycinate. That's it. Well, I may end up in a have to buy it from you. Props well, to. If, if you've rich. enjoyed the podcast, you know, the supplements are there too, man. You know, help yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good right. stuff. Good stuff, man. Yep. All right, buddy. Thanks, thanks, Joe. All right. Um, let me see what else we got here before we start to wrap up. I got like another 10 minutes. I can probably do one more call. Okay. Let's see what we got. Caught up on all the super chats. The chat's good. You guys are looking solid tonight. I'm out of people calling in, so that's good. Um, you know what? I think I want to go and watch Vigorous Steve's video now. 
So let's just watch it together. I want to, I want to hear what he had to say. Uh, Chrome tab. And I'm going to have to like stop every 30 seconds because otherwise they give you a hard time with damn. The truth always comes out. It's only a matter of time. So yeah, the truth always comes out. It's only a matter of time. Let's speed it up a little bit. I got... I'm with the Liver King. It took one and a half years. And with me, due to all of the internet. Oh boy, this this happens sometimes when I play them because of fucking buffering. I might have to change the resolution a bit. Let's go and do this and play. It's out there nowadays. It only took two or three days. So whoever pieces together. That's the problem with StreamYard is you can't stream and then often play another video at, at the same time, especially when there's buffering issues. All right, let's try this one more time. Always comes out. It's only a matter of time. With the Liver King, it took one and a half years. Come on, refresh. The truth always comes out. It's only a matter of time. With the Liver King, it took one and a half years. And with me, due to all of the internet. All right, not going to work. Detectives out there nowadays. Oh. It only took two or three days. So whoever pieced it together first and posted it on Reddit, you're obviously a fan. You're part of the Vigorous crew. I guess I owe you a drink. Yes, that was indeed my old questionnaire. And yes, I am the guy that shared those private emails with Derek for more plays, more dates. After more compelling evidence. There you go. He was he was a bro science guy, and S Steve's a good dude. Like he knows his shit. He really does. Started to surface that the Liver King was indeed using performance enhancing drugs. I don't think it comes to a surprise to anybody in the fitness community, but there were plenty of people out there who. <sighs> Fucking hell! All right, you know what? I'll let you guys watch that on your own time. Um, subscribe to uh, Steve's channel. Here, let me see if I can download it. Somebody just said try downloading it. Okay. Did that just download download it? All right. The truth always comes out. It's only a matter of time. With the Liver King, it took one and a half years. And with me, due to all of the internet detectives out there nowadays, it only took two or three days. So whoever pieces together first. Even that's not working. Damn thing still buffering. I got, the, I got the fastest internet package I could possibly get. People are like, you know what? You should spend some money on a better internet. I got the best one. Trust me. Just fucking stream yard, man. That's just what happens. Anyway, I'll let you guys watch that on your own. Um, I'm going to check it out right after the show. I don't have anybody else that wants to do uh, any more cues. And it's about 90 minutes, so I'm going to wrap it up. Um, if you guys want to catch um, the podcast I'm doing tomorrow morning with Andrew Tate, it's at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go watch it live. It's on the Entrepreneurs and Cards channel. I still run the Plane and Win podcast. I took a break for about a, a couple months. I just felt a little burnt out. But um, I did one with George Gammon, which was a blast. Enjoy talking to him. Um, also, haven't talked to Andrew. Uh, well, I haven't talked to Andrew live on the channel in a couple, of, about two or three years now. Um, so uh, I had him on a few times before he was famous. And uh, <laughs> I've been bugging him for like <laughs> the last month. Dude, we got to catch up. Anyway, we schedule it in, so I'll be live on the Entrepreneurs of Cards channel at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard tomorrow. Hope you guys have an awesome night. And, uh, you know, the big lesson here is don't build a business on lies. Uh, it will it will come out and bite you in the ass, and when it does, it's probably going to cost your business. I mean, I'd be surprised if uh, Brian Johnson's still, still rolling, um, you know, ancestral beef balls and pills uh, going forward. It'd be shocking to see if he can pull it together, but you know, maybe he's got like a core group of fans. Who knows? Anyway, have an awesome night, guys, and uh, go check out Steve's video if you want to see what uh, 